Hey everyone, and thank you for listening to Nourish and Lift. Um, again, I could have not done this without stumbling across Anchor. Um, I was looking for a free podcast, and Anchor is definitely where it's at. I love the music that they have, the background music that they got going on. I love how you can customize everything to yourself, just like a regular podcast. And basically, all the tools is in the app, which I love. So definitely have to check it out. Go to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you all and thanks again for Anchor for making this happen. Thanks. Hey y'all, good evening. It is... September 12th, which today's my sister's birthday, big 24, and also it's a day after a pretty sad day here in the United States in regards to 9-11, but you know, we have rebuilt, we are good, and we are moving on, Um, but we still honor, um, my husband's a firefighter, so of course we honor 9-11 in regards to the firefighters that gave their lives, and even the firefighters that were alive and um, actually got cancer from all the debris and everything that they inhaled and were in. So our hats and hearts and everything goes out to them. And again, I just wanted to check in with everybody, see how everything is going. Um, I kind of took a little break from social media. Excuse me, it is late. Um, in regards to, I decided to do school. Um, so I have done that. I have signed up for some prereq classes, and I am taking English two, orientation to health science, and anatomy and physiology one, and everything is going okay. Um, anatomy and physiology, of course, is the one that I am okay but I still have a lot to learn it's just a little more fast-paced and working a full-time job and my son is 100% online school and then my husband decides to leave for two and a half weeks to New Mexico to go elk hunting right when everything decided to start so it's definitely been me myself and I and I've definitely pat myself on the back a couple times only had one breakdown, but that's okay. Wine cured all of that. Um, so yeah, so I decided to check in, follow up, because I know a lot of things have been stressful in regards to everything that's going on. This pandemic with the COVID definitely has lasted a lot longer than I think everybody anticipated, and it's just really aggravating and actually mentally like just exhausting and working with healthcare like it is definitely mentally exhausting and by the end of my shift my brain is done so um just a lot of things that I have helped in regards to the pandemic because I know I needed to refocus what I was doing um Like I've told you guys in the beginning, I don't watch the news. I do read the news. There's a big difference between 
reading what you want to know and what you want to be aware of or what is important to you versus watching the news where they basically do everything and then they kind of target more stuff that seems scary but they just like over exaggerating um, especially with the pandemic because I know in the very beginning with all of this it broke out like hardcore and now it's kind of like trendling down um, and of course everybody has their own opinion in regards to oh we'll never hear COVID again after the election is over um, which that could be true and false uh, everybody has their own opinions and facts about that um, my if you guys want to hear my side, um, my personal opinion about that um, question of absorption of basically stating that people there are, and I've heard it quite a bit, to be honest, that, you know, we'll, we'll hear it whenever the pandemic, or I mean, we'll, whenever the pandemic is over, we'll hear it after the election. So um, I feel like it's partially true and partially false. The only reason I say partially true is just because I feel like the um, president election, the candidates, use it to their advantage of um, for people to see and trying to make themselves better, look basically look good, um, even though they are bad. But um, I didn't vote last president. I'm I'm to me my vote it's my vote. I, I can vote if I want. Um, you're not going to change my political view. You're not going to change anything about me. Um, if I have to vote or I don't vote, um, you're not going to force me to vote. You're not going to whatever. And plus, most of the time, the voting are rigged anyways. They use a lot of people that you know have already passed away a couple years ago, and they recycle them. So um, they even do uh, illegal immigrants. They actually count them, even if they have a... Um, temp- temporary card. Um, I have heard and seen of those and articles that have came out for those being counted for, um, and then just false counts. So, um, just false accusations with all that. So, anyways, if I feel like there's a good person to vote for, then I'll vote, even if I was forced to vote. And you know how you can always choose other other candidate elections, I would just choose myself. So, um, regardless of the type of person that's running, I would either vote or not, or just not vote because I, I don't like neither. So it's just kind of like my opinion of why would I need to vote if I don't have a party that I'm on? Just because I might say that I consider myself Republican doesn't mean I always have to vote for the Republican Party, um, just because they there could be, you know, somebody that's running or that I don't agree with their type of views or what they want to put in place or anything like that. So I, I don't agree with that. Um, but I will say last president election, I did not vote because that was Trump and Hillary Clinton. Um, I didn't like neither, and Trump running was like a surprise, and the only thing I could go back to was the Simpson shows that they put out there, um, 
that like the Homer Simpson shows where Trump's president. So yeah, um, I didn't vote then, and I'm not gonna vote this year either because I I do and I don't agree with Trump. Um, there are certain things that he did do that I did like. Um, and one of the ones I that he recently did was regards to the pharmaceuticals for the medications, lowering them, which is great because I work for healthcare and I do um, insurance verification for chemo and infusion treatments and um, that I hope to help significantly because I've seen those prices and those prices are very high. Um, Biden, I just don't like at all. I don't like anything of him. If you watch closely in a lot of his videos and a lot of his slang terms and the way he talks and everything, um, he makes rash decisions. He has a very rash decision, but he also has a like a rash, excuse me, he has a rational reaction and I don't like that. Like he gets worked up very quickly and he just makes his decision right then and there. So I don't think that is thinking through. Um, compared to Trump, I think that, you know, Trump makes his decision, like he thinks before he speaks at at times, and I know times he hasn't, but there's more times that you've seen that he pauses and takes a brief quick moment to actually let it register, Um, unlike Biden. Biden just kind of goes off the hinges and gets very offensive, and I don't like, if you're watching a lot of his videos when there's kids around, like he's trying to like kiss them and hold their hands and then now you know there's like a couple speculations out there about how he might have child pornography on his computer I don't know anyways I just don't like his re the main point is I don't like his reactions and I don't agree with some of the things that he thinks because it just flies off the hinges and I don't like the way he acts around children um to be honest you can clearly see that those children are very uncomfortable, and I think that should be addressed. Like, just, it does need to be addressed. Um, he is definitely a lot older, um, but I just, I don't think he would make a good president. Maybe he could stay being a, gov- a governor or whatever he is, or I, I just, I don't see him being a great president. Um... I know, I know it doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican, to be honest, they all want to do right by the people, but, um, you know, they always try to listen to the people, and I just, I just don't feel that they do, um, I just don't like the way it's ran at all, and I don't, I don't agree with, like, some of the congressmen and the government and the way they go about directing things and getting things done and so that's just again my personal opinion um and again I'm still anti-mask I hate wearing a mask and to be honest the more that I keep doing my studies and regarding COVID um it 96% of people will survive and 4% may not um, the 4% is people that are critically ill or have current conditions, such as like COPD, bronchitis, like severe bronchitis, um, fluid in the lungs, um, 
um, oh my gosh, and, you know, being diabetic and, uh, renal disease, kidney disease, uh, di- if you're on dialysis, uh, chemo patients, any- anything that's really compting, compromising the immune system, um, with your red and white blood cells, so, you know, that's, that, that is scary, I agree, that it's, that 4% is scary, nobody wants a 4%, everybody wants a 100% survival rate, um, but unfortunately, it's just like the flu, you know, there is, there is a higher um, rate, I want to say it was 97, to be honest, but same thing with, with the flu, there is a very, no, I think it's 98, because it's like, one point something. Oh, I saw it. It's late. I saw it the other day. But anyways, they're very close. And the survival rate is high in both. Um, for me, if it was kind of like below 90%, then for me, that would be a little more concerning. Um, because 90% is still a good percent. It's still higher. 80% can be a good, but it's still something that you should like watch out for and take things in consideration and maybe be more precautious about things. But in this case, we're at a 96 to 4. So um, again, we just have to follow proper clean hygiene, um, drink plenty of fluids, uh, basically try to keep things more neat and of course, eat better nutrition. Um, the better nutrition that you can put inside your body, the better you're going to help build your immune system and also your gut health because everything relies on your gut health. Um, so, you know, make sure you're taking probiotics. Probiotics are, like, highly recommended. Um, I really like Jet's probiotics. It's a seasonal probiotics, and that's really good especially for your gut, um, it does get, you know, it changes in regards to how many, excuse me, how many, you know, million to billion probiotics that you get. Um, to be honest, since I've been taking them, I've noticed a big difference. I've noticed that I feel a lot more like comfortable in my gut. And then of course, what I ingest, Um, I don't feel like as bloated or like get that like rumbling going on, um, in my lower like gut area where it's like, like, so, um, I don't get that, but Jets probiotics, you have to check them out. You can do a monthly subscription. Um, you can do even for kids. They have it for adult and kids. I got the, the kids ones are little single packets and they can mix it in a drink. My son, I say, here, take a cup. You only need a cup. Cup of orange juice and pour your thing in. Whisk it real quick. And he down, and he drinks it. No, no taste. It's flavorless. The adults come in capsules. Um, but to be honest, it's great. I love it. Like, I'm enjoying it. I'm noticing a difference. Um, and of course, like, when you know you have a good gut health, your mood changes. Um, and so does your focus. So when you're having good gut health, taking correct supplements in regards to promoting better gut health, and then also ingesting foods that promote better gut health, 
and also in just regards to your body of giving it the correct nutrients that it needs because your body is literally like a machine. It keeps you alive. Um, to, I mean, you know, in a way you can think of like, oh, I'm a robot. <laughs> so, um, so yes, so, you know, you definitely got to feel your body, uh, feel it with the right stuff and keep it going like your car. You got to give it gas and oil. You got to give it the good stuff. So, um, that is just like your body and learning, um, in regards to cell biology and tissue right now. Um, but with cell biology, just kind of like learning in regards to, you know, everything, how even with the reproductive system and, um, certain things like with proteins, lipids, and carbohydrates that go into the cell. It's, it's quite interesting. It really is. Um, how, you know, your DNA and RNA and everything starts connecting and building in regards to the nucleus and how the nucleus is like the control center of, of these cells. So, um, it is very fascinating getting to know and learn more of it, um, and seeing what goes where in a human body and even in a reproductive system of a human being created. Um, it definitely helps me because there is a lot of things that is compared and contrast to somebody having a disease, somebody not having disease, um, even like thyroid disease when it talks about the hyper and the hypo. Um, so that is very interesting and intriguing and I'm very excited about it. And I think this is really going to help in regards to learning more in depth about the body besides just like the muscles and the skeletal, um, some of the nervous system and the cardiovascular system that I know of. Um, the skin, I really don't. Like, I just know that, you know, you can tell if you're dehydrated, if you pinch the top of your hand and if it, the elasticity of it, if it slowly goes down, then you're dehydrated. But if it balances down pretty fast, you know, after you pinch up your skin, then, you know, you know, you're hydrated. Um, and then also, you know, you can tell by the color of your skin, uh, more of the pale flakiness or, uh, basically skin dry, being dry or being severely dry in a, so many amount of days, cracked skin, uh, lips, you can tell by your lips. Um, it's, it's very, and then of course, you know, you get headaches, Sometimes you can tell, you know, when you're really dehydrated because of your, your urine, the way your kidneys feel, feel, you can even have pain in your kidneys, you can have UTIs. Um, so there's a lot of things that can happen, trigger your body, things that you can look for for yourself that are just common basic symptoms that you can, you know, kind of treat on your own type of thing um, versus something that's more, a lot more severe. Um, I do highly recommend like learning about skin and everything and, um, the layers of it and going, cause I'm going through the tissue now. Um, you know, definitely like if there is something that looks like a spot or a patch of skin, um, anything that looks odd, different out of the norm to you, don't Google it. Just don't highly recommend contacting your doctor and having them take a look at it. Um, because it can be multiple different things. And of course, the first thing that everybody goes to is, oh my God, I got cancer. I got skin cancer. So 
Sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's just a quick fix. So what the reason why I say that is because when I'm learning this information, um, going through the um, human anatomy and physiology, you're you're there is examples of you know contrast, and so when people tend to Google research, they a lot of the symptoms kind of relate almost. There might be one or two things that are different, and then everything else might be very similar and the same. So what happens is a lot of people, when they try to Google search certain things that are not common basic things that you can try to fix on your own, such as like, aller- you know, maybe an allergy, you know, you're sneezing, runny nose, um, or cold, sniffles, the flu, um, dehydration, you know, your skin, uh, um, you know, telling by your skin and your lips, and then, you know, you actually have a quenched, like, thirst for water, too, because um, your body can only survive three days without water. So, if you're not drinking enough water, then your body's going to respond back and say, hey, I, I need more of this, um, because it's also, so, like, your skin is also taking in water, so it's trying to um, grab, like, water, like absorb water, like near you. Um, and that's what I also learned regarding cell biology, how water molecules are moving in and out of the, the membrane. So that is very important, um, in regards to like the plasma membrane. So, so yes, so water is very important, but what I was trying to get at is that people that try to Google research certain th- things like maybe skin discoloration in regards to a certain spot um, or maybe, you know, their chest pains. You know, you don't want to Google research chest pains because there could be multiple things that pull up for that. And you can, and a lot of those can have similar symptoms, but it could, but it, you could be having, you can, so basically what happens is people research all of that there's multiple things that there's like more than 10 things that they could have they could have and then a lot of them have similar symptoms but one two you know one to two maybe up to three are different are different symptoms so like those you want to take out basically so you want to take out what's not similar and go by that if you have to but i highly recommend not because what happens is Maybe they think that, oh, chest pains, like, could be heartburn, for example. But when really it could be a minor, they're having a minor heart attack. Um, so they, you know, they Google search having chest pains and it's sharp. Well, heart attack can be like that, but so can, like, what is it, GERD and then heartburn, um, acid reflux. So they could be treating themselves for something that's gastric Versus something that's really actually cardiovascular, like with the heart, something that's actually in the cardiovascular cavity. So they they could make the so when they try to treat themselves with GERD or acid reflux indigestion, um, that can make it worse. So that's why it's highly important if you have something that's out of the norm. That's something that it's not treatable, like treat on your own when I, when I say treatable. So something that you can't do on your own, but you want, you want to definitely 
seek help as soon as you can. Call your doctor, let them know what's going on so that they can do the proper diagnose, blood work, and lab results. And if they have to do an x-ray, then they can do that. Because I'd rather have that done, pay my copay, whatever I got to pay, and make sure that I didn't treat something that's wrong. Um, because basically it does happen. It's a small percent, but it does happen of basically accidental deaths where people try to treat themselves for something different, but opposite of what they had. So that's why going into this pre-nursing and learning in regards to anatomy and physiology, like a lot of this stuff is starting to make sense. And that is advice that I would like to relay out to anybody um, because there has been plenty of times where I just don't want to go to the doctor's office because I'm just like, I just don't, mainly nobody wants to sit there. And yes, unfortunately it is sad how long we do sit, but once we get in there, it's in and out. And it's just kind of like, are you kidding me? Like I paid for, I sat here longer than I, you know, than my actual visit. So it's just knowing to ask the right questions and not just saying, okay, okay, yes, yes, all right, got it, got it. Ask the right questions. Keep asking questions. Make them do their job, basically. Because the more you agree with the doctor and you ignore other symptoms and you're like, no, I'm okay, I, you know, I think I'm good, you're end up going to go back for something else. So it's good to just lay it all on the table because something else could be you know, like, okay, I'm having chest pain and also foot pain. So something can be, re- you know, relating to that because of the main arteries, um, you know, maybe of an infection somewhere um, that's causing the chest pain along with the foot pain. So you could say, have you have a foot infection that needs treatment? You need antibiotics and some more other treatments and it's causing your chest pain. So there's always something else that can lead to it. And you want to make sure you exhaust everything. So you can say you're having chest pain. You're just solely focused on that. But you're not talking about the tingling that you have in your fingers or anything. You can just be like, yeah, every time I take a deep breath I like this, it really hurts. And it kind of makes me cough. And oh, man, it just really hurts so bad. But you're ignoring the other symptoms that you did have in your hands or your fingers or in your arm. Um, you know, because that, that right there could maybe possibly be like, okay, well, if you're experiencing that in your left arm, like, you know, let, let me do this study because you could be having a heart attack. So, so yes, yeah, so it's always good to try to make sure you give them more than just one symptom. If you have a certain symptom, you can even have like eye pain and you have eye pain along with jaw pain. So you can have an affected tooth that's causing that and it can go into your nasal cavity and cause eye pain or, you know, nose pain. But if you're having eye pain and you have mouth pain, like jaw pain, you could have an affected tooth or an infection in your gum line, or in your jawbone, and it can cause, it can radiate and cause your your eye to hurt, or it could be because of a migraine. A migraine has has basically mimicked people 
as like they're having a stroke. And always remember strokes when people droop on one side of the face, they need to remember that the right side of the brain controls the left side and the left side of the brain controls the right side. It's opposite. Um, so that, you know, that's something that somebody would need to know, you know, any side of drooping of the face. Um, so that way, because there has been an instant, um, that my husband has came across where he brought somebody in and they were having facial pain and the nurse questioned and it overall it I mean it, it was a minor stroke that we were having but they weren't comprehending the fact that the right side of the brain controls the left and the left controls the right so um so yeah, it's it's intriguing because sometimes that happens. But anyway, so yes, yeah, so just make sure that you pay attention to your body and always listen to your body. Um, sometimes I know it can seem hard and you get anxious or anxiety or just stubborn and just kind of like, I got so much other things I got to do. Like, I don't have time to go to the doctor. I'll be fine. Like, if you love your family and you love what you're doing and you love where you're at, don't ignore what's going on with you. Um, try and trust me, I do that. I know that from experience because I have put everything else in front and first and I have put me at the very bottom of the totem pole, very bottom. And I don't notice anything until like... I actually have a moment to sit or stand for a moment just to breathe and like have a break and I'm in pain like that because I'm so busy and so focused on something else and then when you do get that moment it's like you're out of breath you you're you can be in pain and you're just like oh my god like this just came out you you feel like it just came out of nowhere when really it hasn't, it's been occurring, but you just, <clears throat> your brain works so randomly, but you, in in interesting ways, I should say, but you ignored all those, and you just, because you were so focused on other things, but when you draw your focus to yourself, you just expect that you're okay, and that's not the case, so... I have learned myself and I have helped other people learn themselves to say, hey, you come first before everybody. Yes, I love my family. I do anything for my family, but I have to come first because in order to help my family, I have to be okay. In order for my family to function and run like it needs to be, I need to be okay. In order for my husband and my child to rely on me and they rely on me with for a lot, like, I need to be okay. And there comes a point where you have to do the whole yes and no. And you have to be honest with your spouse. Uh, if you have any type of communication issues with your spouse, um, I definitely highly recommend One Extraordinary Marriage podcast. Um, it is it, it is a Christian podcast, and but they they bring up real points. And the reason why I say that is because sometimes they, they do say, um, 
like some it's it's you just have to listen to one or two episodes because they don't talk about like God all the time and I know everybody's opinions different in regards to that but um they do advertise them as a Christian marriage but they talk about sex they talk about real life things and it's very relatable and that's why I I've listened to it my husband's listened to it it's really helped our conversations it's helped strike conversations it helped there was even a time where it's um there's a podcast it's what a or like what a man wants it's like either what a man or husband wants and what your wife or woman wants I think it's what your husband wants and what your and what your woman or excuse me wife wants um and I told him I was like can you can you listen to this one podcast because what I'm trying to tell you is exactly what they're like they're saying but like I just want you to hear it from another source besides me and our life is pretty busy. We don't have a moment in our life to, you know, go to couples counseling or anything. And if we were to go to couples counseling, it's mainly for communication. So it's just like being able to say, hey, I know you rely on so much of me on this, but like, hey, I need one moment. Like, I need you to take time out of your time and day to make time for me. Um, so it, it just that one extraordinary marriage podcast really just is an eye opener and with communication in a marriage and then yeah like a, a lot of people can be sexually frustrated so um there is good communication and skills about sex so um i highly recommend it, it it's very good um their first year when they started it it's different um, it's good, but like their microphones and the background, the how they advertise themselves is different compared to what they've done the past three years up to now. It's it's just phenomenal. They grew and they made it so much better. They've been like they're on podcasts like six hundred. They've been doing it for years. Um, I want to say ten years, but they are phenomenal. Um, and I I highly recommend it. That that's just my opinion. So, but I highly recommend it. So, um, and then also, um, I kind of got off topic whenever I was talking about that, but yes, just listen to yourself. Make sure you have open communication with your spouse in regards to what's going on and that, you know, you're, you're a little worried about yourself and you want to make sure that you're okay and you want to get checked out and you get checked out, everything's a-okay, then all right, continue to your next, you know, annual checkup or six-month checkup and go on about your day. But we have to stop and listen to ourselves. If you really feel that you're that important to everybody else around you, if you know you're at a job and you do a damn good job, even though you might not get recognized all the time, but if you know and people rely on you to do that job, then make sure you check in with yourself and you tell your boss, hey, I need need to take this day off. I had a doctor's appointment. I need to follow up. I've just been experiencing a little issues. I'm okay, but I just want to get it checked out. They're going to understand. Or you don't have to say anything. I just got a doctor's appointment. I mean, because, you know, due to HIPAA and guidelines and regulations and everything, um, you don't have to be very specific. Um, 
you know, you have your own policy and guidelines and HIPAA as well. Um, but, I mean, as long as you can provide, if your work is like that where you have to provide proof, I mean, you still, you have that. So don't feel guilty. And that's one thing. I know I have felt guilty for taking time off and going to a doctor's appointment and trying to rush back. Don't. I'm telling you, don't. You work If you worked at that job, you put the time in, you know you do a good job, you barely take time off, and then the one time you actually take off for yourself, do it. Don't, like, a job's a job. There are plenty other jobs out there. If they are that strict or that rude or that, just that naive, like, there's, how dumb can they be, to be honest? But anyways, yes, I am highly stressing to every one of you to highly, highly take care of yourself. It is so damn important. So important. So, um, even stress. Stress can induce a lot of things. And sometimes you have to learn to sleep, meditate, do yoga, take a bath with some lavender bath salt, um, maybe rub some lavender lotion on just because that helps promote relaxation, take melatonin, um, or they have sleep recovery. Um, you know, it's not just for workouts. Um, sleep recovery can be for anything. I mean, you, if you're up on your feet or you're walking or you're moving and I mean, your body is still working, even though you didn't like physically like, like do a hardcore workout, like you don't have to, like your body goes through stresses throughout the day so doing a recovery drink that is like um like paleo ethics they have a chai tea or peppermint um recovery drink love it phenomenal like the chai one um the chai ones and the vegan but it, it, it i love it dissolves easy or the yogi bedtime tea i the teas i love them i do it um progenics Progenics has a nighttime recovery. It's more milky. Um, to me, it kind of like reminds me a little bit of like, um, what do you call it? Oh my gosh. Hot cocoa. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hot cocoa. You know, take it. I mean, that's going to replenish your body. It's going to restore whatever kind of needs fixed, you know, whatever needs to be repaired. Um, you know, same thing, like, Taking you can take people take casein because it's slow digestive acting and it helps promote sleep. So um, you can literally don't think that's just for workout. It's not. It's not for just workout people. If you work out, if you maybe say you only work out thirty minutes three days a week, that's fine. That's for physical shape. That's to keep you know blood pump pumping, circulation going, cardiovascular you know, having at least muscle, some muscle growth to sustain your body. Um, but you can still take that active recovery in your everyday life. Um, that's just the name of few. I'm just trying to think, I know there's another one. Oh, X endurance. X endurance has sleep. Um, what is it? It's like, a. I want to say, I think it's the, no, they're tablets. Sorry. I was thinking of the other but no, X-Endurance, they have tablets. You you take them, and it helps promote with sleep. 
So if you want, you can always Google, you know, like sleep recoveries. You know, if you want to Google workout sleep recovery or work or sleep recovery for workouts and a bunch of will pop up. But you can take that on a daily, like every night. I mean, it's going to replenish your body either way because it's going to help with the amino acids, BCAs. And that's not just from working out. Like you could still be doing that in your day-to-day job. So um, those are just things that I find important um, that I have to do sometimes even just to help me sleep because of, of stress. Um, ooh, also Arbon. Arbon has a de-stress. It's a peach green tea powder. Um, I do, I do it as a hot tea and then I do a tea packet of, um, mint tea. It's caffeine free. Um, so I do that before I go to bed and it really zins me out and makes me like go to sleep and it tastes amazing. Um, so yeah, so there are multiple things out there that you can use to help. Uh, like I said, if you if you need help, like with any of their research, you know, feel free to contact me. Um, I am doing a just I'm just temporarily off social media during school, just because I'm working full time. I have a family, and then I'm taking three classes, so I just don't have that full time for that attention. Um, so yeah. I'm just trying to make it day by day. And then not, I haven't really been focused on this pandemic. So, I'm tired already. But, so that's really helped. That's definitely helped in regards to kind of take my mind off things, ease the mind. But other than that, um, try not to use alcohol as a sleep, you know, like your NyQuil or whatever. Um, just because alcohol can do more harm to your body at when you sleep versus a nighttime recovery, because when you sleep and you're in the deep sleep, that's when your body recovers the most and you don't want to put kind of, it's almost like putting poison into, you know, into your body. If you think about it, um, you know, cause again, nighttime is when your body recovers the most and does most of its magic. And you you don't want to add something toxic to it. Um, It's going to basically decrease that magic. And then you can wake up feeling sluggish, um, tired. You can wake up with a headache um, thinking that you have a migraine. When really it could be like you're just hungover. (laughs) So um, that's just my highly motivated opinion and just don't do it so um other than that that's all I got I know I usually go over my I tried to do it 30 minutes and I went over a little bit but I'm gonna actually go to bed and get my stuff together and yeah I just had some time tonight um I completed a quiz so I wanted to get on because um, I know I've been having a few more listeners, and I'm, I could tell you guys how sorry I am, but, you know, life happens. This year's just been a very awkward year, um, stressful in a way, but trying to make sure my mental health is the first thing 
that I'm taking care of before anything else. Um, and then, you know, trying to take care of physical shape as well. But I definitely, with this year and the way the pandemics worked and the stress with the job and the family, um, definitely I've checked in with myself a lot more, which is great. And that is something that I haven't done in a long time. And I'm glad I have that time to do that now. So that is definitely something that everybody should also take in consideration of having the time now and making it a routine, making it a habit, and continue to check in with yourselves and just keep listening. So, all right, well, have a good night, sleep well, and I will talk with you guys next time. Be safe.